Well, for those in the room who are holding children, um, you're doing a great job, by the way, and I just want you to know we're going to really test your skill in about 10 minutes. We're going to put fire in the other hand. And, um, yeah, but before we do that, I want to read something that's really special um, we find within Luke. This is what it says. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for whom, um, I'm sorry. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and over his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called holy, the son of God. And Mary said, behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. As you think about what we've looked at the last several weeks, the idea that all of us are so different, we're all so unique, and yet we all spend a great deal of our time wondering about different things. And I wonder if you've ever wondered what Mary's plans were before the angel appeared. You know that she had plans. God knew that she had plans. She was engaged to be married. I've never met anyone who was engaged that didn't have plans and dreams for the rest of their life. In fact, I've never met anyone in any status relationally that didn't have plans and dreams for the rest of their life. She had plans. I wonder what they were. You can think about a woman who's dreaming about her wedding and dreaming about her wedding night and a new life and new friends and a new home and children, all in that order. And suddenly she is confronted with an angel with a different plan someone else's dream. And they collided with her own. So much so that the end, she confessed the change in hers when she says, so be it, let it be to me as you have said. I wonder what your plans are for your life. I know you have them. You have plans for this night. I know you have plans for tomorrow. You probably have plans. Every one of us has dreams in our life, and what we do with our life is we make plans in order to arrive at those dreams. We hope and we believe that when we finally reach our dreams that we're going to be happy and we're going to be content, we're going to feel peace and joy, and, and you have to understand that God knows all about our plans. In fact, what I want you to think about is whatever your plans are, I want you to know this is so true, is that God knows our plans for our life. Psalm 139 says that you, O God, know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. He knows what you're dreaming about. He knows what you're planning. He knows your hope that's staked to those plans and to those dreams. He knew these things of Mary. He knew her inside and out. He knew her address. He knew where to send the angel. By the way, she lives here. You need to go here. There's a woman here. He knew all about her. He knew that she was betrothed to be married, and she and he knew all the dreams 
that packed her heart, just as he knows yours. But what's also interesting that we find here is that God knows his plans for our lives. You see, every one of us dreams and every one of us makes plans, but we would do so under the umbrella of his plans for our life. I hope you know this, that you were created with significance and purpose. You're not an accident. You're here intentionally and you wouldn't be here unless God Almighty, the sovereign king of the universe, had decreed and ordained and even created you, knitted you together in your mother's womb. You are here with purpose. And God says to humanity that the purpose for which we were created is to know him and enjoy him forever, to glorify him and enjoy a relationship with him. You see, God created things like peace and hope and joy, and he created those things to be found only when we're near him. What this means is that our plans and dreams, they only bring fulfillment and joy and contentment and all the things that we want, so long as those plans and dreams are plans and dreams to draw near to the Lord, for the Lord to be a part of our family and the Lord to be a part of our relationships. This is his plan for our life. And the Bible says that even though that he created us in his image, that we sinned against him and broke fellowship with him. In other words, we compromised our ability to know peace and joy and contentment. And so God, in that moment, even though he was the offended one, he made a promise, a promise that one day there would be a son that would be born of woman. And you and I are supposed to open up this book called the Bible and we're supposed to read it looking for the one who is to come, that every new character, every new name, we're supposed to ask the question, is this the one that is going to save me from my sin and remove my guilt and bring me back into a relationship with God? A few pages later, we find that God comes to a man, his name is Abraham, and he says, I'm going to bless you so much so that one of your descendants will be the savior of the world and all the families of the, of the earth will be blessed through him. He has a son who has a son. So his grandson, Jacob, he comes to Jacob and says, you know what? That promise that I made to your grandpa, yeah, well, I'm transferring that promise to you. And not only from you will there come the one, but from you will come kings. And so we know we're supposed to be looking for a kind of king that's going to come and restore us. Well, there's 43 kings in the Old Testament. And the second king, his name is David. And God comes to him. One day, and he says to him, I will raise up your offspring and establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Well, his offspring, his son was Solomon. and Solomon died. And so it's clear that we weren't supposed to be looking for him. But through that line of kings, there would come one. And you notice that the text that I read, and we've read multiple tonight, it says that Jesus came. He was the son of who? Of David. You see, Jesus Christ was conceived by the Holy Spirit, which means that he was the son of God. He was born of the Virgin Mary, which means that he was the son of man. In other words, that he could take man's hand and God's hand and reconcile us to one another because he was fully God and fully man. And that's precisely what he did. This baby, he grew up and he lived without sin and he lived with perfect love and kindness to everyone that he was around. And yet he took our sin and our rebellion and our unkindness upon himself. And he went to a cross where he died for that sin to pay the penalty. But he didn't stay on that cross. They put him in a grave. But three days later, he rose from that grave because he's the son of God. And he became the king, the king that will reign forever and ever and ever. And this is who we worship. And what I hope that you can see is this. 
Mary absolutely had plans for her life just as you do. And God had plans for Mary's life. You see, God wove Mary's little life into one of the most remarkable stories of redemption, the most remarkable story of redemption. And what I hope you can see is this, is just as he's done so with Mary, he intends to do so with you. That if you would trust Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, that you would actually come into a new relationship with him and then you would be even used by God himself in order to take that good news to somebody else. And so you too in your life would actually be placed into the story of knowing God and making him known through Jesus. There's no doubt that Mary was blessed. And this is another truth we learn here is that God blesses those who make room for his plans. You think about all the things that were interrupted in her life. Think about all the things that would be interrupted in your life if God revealed his plans for the rest of your life. And the question for each one of us is, do we trust him enough to allow him to speak to us to the extent that we would be willing to have our plans and dreams interrupted for his plans and dreams for our life? It's like a jug of milk. You come home and if there's no room in the fridge, what do you do? You don't throw away the milk. You throw away some leftovers in the back of the fridge. And so it is with our life. He comes to us. A relationship with God is simply an agreement where we would say, God, every time you speak into my life, I willingly yield and make room for your plans. And what we find with Mary is true of everybody else in the Bible. And that is that every hero of the faith had plans that they were intending to accomplish that were changed before they did the thing that made them famous. Did you know every missionary in the world had plans before they had a plan to go overseas? And every single person you know who's ever been generous had a plan of what they wanted to do with that money that they had, that resource, before they chose, before their eyes were opened to a need. And God made that known to them. You see, for every single one of us, whether it's our time, whether it's, whether it's our resources, whether it's our relationships, whether it's our very life, whether it's even the soul within us, every single one of us are confronted with the reality that God comes and he wants to speak to us. But the question is, will we make room? For Mary, she experienced one of the greatest blessings because she made room. She got to actually hold and kiss, not only the Son of God, but her very Savior. And so what I want to encourage you to do, I'm going to give you just a moment to pray. For those of you who are here who have trusted Christ with your life, I want to encourage you to take this time to thank him for coming. And I want to encourage you to take this moment to tell him, to say, God, you know what? I trust you enough that whatever it is that you have for me, whatever plan that you would reveal to me, whether it's at the end of this year or the beginning of next year, I want to make room. I want to make room for your plan. And if you're here and you've never trusted Christ, well, the Bible says that we need to make room within our own heart. And what that means is we have to come off the throne and allow someone else to be the Lord of our life. We do that by admitting that we need a Savior by confessing our belief that Jesus Christ died and that he rose from the dead and by confessing him as Lord of our life. And I want to encourage you during this time to take that moment of silence that we're going to have just in a moment 
for you to actually pray to God and for you to say, God, I admit and I believe and I confess. So if you would, would you bow with me and let's pray together. Father, would you speak to our hearts wherever we're at? You know that we're busy. You know that we have plans. You know that we have dreams. Even for this night, we have plans and dreams. God, would you just speak to our heart as to what your plans and dreams are for us? For those who are here who have never trusted Christ, I pray now, Lord, that you would impress upon their heart just to cry out to you. Say, God, I admit that I need you. And I believe that you sent Jesus. He's the hero of it all. And I confess him, Lord of my life. Would you forgive me? So, Father, thank you for the reminders. Lord, for the reminders that you can do amazing things through average people like Mary and like us when we yield our plans to you. So would you encourage us now, Lord, even as a song is sung over us, inspire us with what you could do. We love you. We pray all of this in Christ's name. Amen.